when you're an old person, do you find other old people attractive? Do you hit an age where you're like, oh yeah, love the wrinkly look. You look like you've weathered the storm, lady. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Sunday Sauce, your grandmother's favorite podcast, coming at you live at 10 a.m. on a Friday. Phil, I gotta tell you, I'm feeling like a true adult. Got my coffee that K-Dog made me. Thank you so much, K-Dog. Phil's over here looking dapper as always. How you doing today, Phil? I'm good. I, I like this morning podcast because I feel like, you know, we just woke up, mm. so our brains are a little foggy, and we kind of develop our thoughts as we wake up with the audience. Yeah, you know, it feels it feels like I'm a little bit drunk, like I'm a little bit fucked up, and maybe that's going to lead to the best conversations that we've ever had. Dude, did you see TMG's? podcast opening when noel was like role-playing as the joker i did not but i think i saw ryan respond to it on twitter and said it was like the craziest thing ever was it really sick what they're doing is insane yeah they're, they're changing the pod the podcast landscape huh they did like a full ass i only bring it up because i was just like holy shit like that's cool yeah um but they did a full ass like reenactment of Noel being the Joker and Cody saying that uh, Formula One was mid and mm. Noel loves Formula One. So then he's like the Joker and like interrogates him and shit. You know how the Pretty Joker fun. comes to be the Joker, right? <clears throat> Joker, excuse me. Uh, Joker. Uh, it's, it's, all no, about, yeah. it's all about how everyone can get there and they just have their one bad day that puts them over the edge. So maybe Noel was chilling and then when Cody said that about Formula One, it was his one bad day. It was the straw that broke the metaphorical camel's back. You know, I never saw the Joker movie. Oh, you would... I mean, I feel like I say this to you all the time. I think I think that would be the comic book property that you would actually quite fancy. <laughs> I think you I would like my, it. I really do. I asked my brother-in-law if I would like the Batman last night. He's like, well, no, I said, is it good? And he's like, is it good? You know, that's not really a fair question. It was highly mm. entertaining. And I was mm. like, get the fuck out of here. Just tell me if it's good or not. <laughs> that, I, I understand why he would go there. Again, you know, we briefly talked about this on a previous episode. It's, it's a type of movie where there's not a huge payoff, but you're just kind of along for the ride watching Batman do his shenanigans. Speaking of the Batman, recently, yesterday, uh, at the time of recording this, so March 24th, a uh, deleted scene surfaced of a five-minute scene between Batman and the Joker. And minor spoilers, but we're talking about it. In the Batman, there was a brief, brief scene with the Joker, and then they just dropped this five-minute scene, which in my opinion was way better than what they gave us in the original movie. And this new Joker is is wild, dude. Like, he's all... He's, like, balding. The back of his head is covered in scars, just like the front of his face is covered in scars. Very interesting oh, laugh. I was feeling it. Who plays the new Joker? I don't remember his name. I'm sure I could find it if I Google it very quickly. I got a two-monitor setup right now, dude. We're, we're changing the game over here. Look at this guy. The Batman Joker. Let's see. Uh, his name is Barry Keegan? Keoghan? <laughs> All right, I'll look him up. Yeah, no, this guy's legit, though. The Joker is no, a supervillain appearing in American comic books published by DC Comics. The character was created by Bill Finger, 
Bob Kane, and Jerry Robinson, and first appeared in the debut issue of the comic book Batman on April 25th, 1940. Holy shit, the Joker's old as fuck. <laughs> Yo, I had this really weird thought. It has nothing to do with Batman. Yeah, fuck it. Pivot. Let's go. It's the I, morning episode. We can do whatever the fuck we want. I've been driving Wildy to the train station because she goes into the city for work. Of course. And it was a nice, crisp morning. And I pull up and I'm looking around at all like the people. It's a really popular train station because I guess a lot of commuters go into the city from where we are. Okay. I'm looking around like everyone's dressed up or not dressed up. They got their backpacks on and shit. I'm like, yo, we're really all just like kids. Like these are children going on the school bus going to work. You know what I mean? Like, well, <laughs> Isn't that just life? We just we wake up and then we go into some sort of transportation device. And then we go to our place of work where we meet other NPC characters and we just interact. I'm telling you right now, simulation theory is real. I know we've discussed this a million times on this podcast. It's not that far off to me. It's not. (laughs) We're all just fucking characters in a goddamn video game. But it's, I don't know if it's like depressing or slightly sad. I don't know what it is. But whenever I have that thought where it's like, we're all just like children at the end of the day. Like, listen, it's the, like dark. You know the, what I mean? Like, yeah, no, it, it, the 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 lack of purpose is scary, right? But that's what you have to do. You have to find your purpose in this crazy big ass sandbox that we're living in, and you got to figure out your lane and the people that you want to cultivate into your life, and just move forward with them and feel good. We were talking about this last night: retirement homes, right, or like retirement communities. We were discussing the fact that it's very interesting that I feel like personally every time there's been an old person that I know or have heard of that is getting ready for that next stage of life of being like, yo, don't stay in this house all alone. Maybe perhaps go to a retirement community. They start freaking out. They're like, fuck that. Hate that idea. But then when they get there, they're like, yo, this is pretty, it's pretty lit. And I was thinking if I was all by myself and I was in my 70s, Right. Right. And I was just like walking around my house doing mundane shit, watching Netflix, going on the internet, whatever, maybe going into some old people chat rooms and hanging out. I would want to go to a retirement community and just fucking hang out, go to bingo, go on fucking trips, maybe move down to Florida. The weather's always nice and just meet other old people and, and cultivate a nice lifestyle. You said Florida, which is interesting because that's like the number one retirement place in the U.S., I would say, oh, right? for sure, yeah. And <laughs> did you know that in central Florida, or pretty much all of Florida, STD cases are through the fucking roof Bro? in retirement communities? Bro, I was, that was, that's what I was going towards because I couldn't believe this. Yeah, they just, they don't give a fuck. They're like, yo, we're fucking and we ain't wearing protection and we're going to fucking go out in style, baby. Yeah, they do not care. That's I, I like literally couldn't believe that when we were talking about it last night. I was like, yo, that's wild. They're just rocking out their cocks out, bro. Chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis. <laughs> yes, I have um, the syphilis in my gonads at the floor. Forget about it. I don't give a fuck. Just living uh, my best life out here with my shivers. Yeah, they can't, they can't even see their own fucking cocks. So oh, <laughs> just shit. Just let it rock. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's interesting when you hear a fact like that. You're just like, huh, I never knew that. Very interesting development. Imagine being a little boy and, like, your mom 
you know, takes you on vacation to Florida and like, oh, we got to go see grandpa. Meanwhile, grandpa's just getting all the cheeks. Bro. <laughs> just grandpa, busting all kinds of nuts. You can't go visit grandpa right now because he's getting fucking sloppy toppy in his goddamn <laughs> hospital bed. He's gotta get that, no teeth. He's got to get that Gluck Gluck 9005 before bingo starts at fucking <laughs> 7 a.m. sharp, baby. Uh, why do old people wake up so early? That's, uh, that is such a good question because I just feel like when I'm old, I'm going to sleep more. I can't imagine me waking up early being like, hey, time for my mundane activity yet again. I'd be like, fuck that. No, it's funner when I dream that I was a young stallion again. <laughs> you don't you have to me? dream it because you could live it apparently in Florida. That's true. If you go down to Florida, you will fuck. You will you will fucking have a the time of your life. Yeah, like why do they go to sleep so early but wake up so early? You know how me and you are kind of more night owls? Yeah, I, I you why know what ju- I, why I, not just shift it? <laughs> like I think it's just because you have such less this is my theory. I don't know, I'm not fucking old yet, but I think the problem is you get tired so fast. That, like, you're exhausted by seven, so you pass out. Oh, my God. And then you wake up. You're like, okay, now I have energy. And then you're exhausted by fucking 5 p.m. again. You know? It's, Just kill it's, me. It's a trade-off. You know, you wake Just up Just kill really me before early. I get there. <laughs> yeah. If you catch me falling asleep at 7 p.m., just fucking Dude. just pull the plug. I'm done. Me and my friend were talking about this last summer. We were, like, in his pool chilling. And he was like, Dude, when I'm, like, 50... I'm hopping on testosterone. I'm like, I thought about it and I was like, yeah, you know, like I'm very anti, I'm, I'm all about the natty lifestyle. But then I'm yeah. like, if you're 50, you have nothing to prove. You just want to take testosterone to like, you know, have a nice life, get a yeah. boner. Yeah. Have a stiff cock and move around a little faster. It's not wrong with yeah, that. He, he's like, modern medicine is for us. It's not for the fucking future. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I'm it's like, true. He's, this guy's got a point. Yeah, I, I feel like, again, if you're not competing and you're just trying to live, like, a better quality of life, I mean, think about it, right? If you, from your 40s to 50, you start to feel the decline, and then you hop on some tests, some HGH, whatever you're feeling, you know, dealer's choice, pick something. Yeah. And then from 50 to 60, you're just yoked out of your mind at Gold's Gym in San Diego, shirt off, feeling a pump. You got the veins that just sag a little bit. It's a good no, the veins that squiggle into each other like oh, spaghetti. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know who's got crazy veins? I've been talking about Peacemaker nonstop. John Cena, bro, has a vein from like his bicep that drapes all around his left pec. It's out of control. Yeah. <laughs> I, I aspire to have veinage like that. You just gotta hop on decades worth of <laughs> testosterone. Just hop on everything. See, I, I feel like I feel like if I took tests, like it it would just be too extreme. Like, I feel like my test levels are, are very high for a, a 26-year-old human human being. You think so? I think if I took tests, I would just start flying. Like, literally just levitation would be a, a, a new <laughs> a new thing that I could pull off. I'd break the like laws this, of physics. I like this grandpa conversation, this old, this old fuck no, <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's, it's great. I also love that old uh, people literally don't give a fuck. Dude, I saw a fucking TikTok. This had to have been fake. There's just no way. But then again, old people are fucking wild, so maybe it wasn't. This dude was like on the elliptical getting ready to fucking do a a workout, and then this woman was running in front of him, like a young girl, probably like in her 20s. This man just literally got down on one knee, started filming. 
No fucks given. Middle of the gym. Started filming. It was on Barstool's TikTok. They like re-uploaded it because they re-upload stuff. Filming him? Filming her? He was filming her. Yeah. Just in the middle Ew. of the gym. Dude, disgusting. <clears throat> but again, what? the old the old people power, bro. You just don't give a flying fuck. Oh. <laughs> Out of control, dude. Uh. Someone get their grandpa, please, and teach him what's right and wrong. This yeah. is just getting out of hand. Now, when you're an old person, say you get a little horny, right? Okay. You're in your community. You're driving around on your fucking golf cart because your license was revoked. Yeah. You can't see shit. Yeah. You got cataracts. Do you find other old people attractive? I was, or are you bro, always <laughs> dog. This is why we have a podcast together. I was wondering this. I didn't know how to like bring it up in conversation without it sounding weird, but fuck it. We're on the podcast now. It's like, do you adapt to being old? Therefore, because here's the thing. Or are you just a dirty old man who likes younger? Like, like boys or girls? You know, when you're a young person, I mean, I feel like there are some young people that look at like older people and they're like, oh yeah, that's hot, you know? But I feel like generally the population would say, no, I find people around my age attractive, right? But then it's like, as you get older, does that progress? Or does like the 80 year old man find the 80 year old woman repulsive and he just wants someone between like 30 and 40. <laughs> I feel it. Or, I feel or like do you hit lot. an age where you're like, oh yeah, love the wrinkly look. You look like you've weathered the storm, lady. Yeah. <laughs> like, at what point does that, that switch flip? I don't, I don't know. We should, we should get an old person on to ask them these questions. Just be like, so give us your take. Like, do you find... <laughs> I, I I feel like I feel like yes though like you know especially like you know when you when you see an old person you're like oh back in their heyday back in their prime you could tell they were they were good looking right but I don't know it's 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 interesting what else what else well, I feel like we, we should get some random because we, we don't want any biases we need a random person yeah plus I'm not like- I'm not asking any relatives these questions. No, no, we need... I used to blow your grandma's back out. <laughs> your grandmother couldn't walk for days. <laughs> you notice Jesus. how she walks with a limp? That's because uh, of your boy over here. Yeah. <laughs> he used to call Holy me DJ shit. Breakerback. Forget about uh, it. That was all the rage those days. Oh, my God. I feel like it is fun, though, to be older and be able to like reminisce with the younger generation about... But at what point, though, do they exaggerate too much? Like, how much can you I, really trust? I don't because know. Because at that point, you know, there there was no there was no smartphones back then. There was no records of this stuff. So if they say, like, I was chasing all the tail, had five <laughs> ladies a week. <laughs> how do you know that that's yeah. true? I don't know. You just take their I, word for it. You got to take their word for it. Sheesh, man. Anything else you want to cover on the old people topic? Um, they're just really fascinating. <laughs> I want to I learn thought, more. I thought you were going to say they're just really fast. And I was like, dude, I can't <laughs> remember the last time I saw a swift old person. I'm trying to think. Oh, my God, bro. I think I told you about this. There was a Twitter video that I saw of uh, a bunch of – I th- I'm pretty sure it was a bunch of old people about to race. And one guy, bro, just had on like – wristbands a headband he was pretty lean for his age 
and he okay. was like lined up and everyone was like yo he's about to kill it and they shot the gun dude and he literally was traveling like i, I could have legitimately like smoked this fool hopping on one leg blindfolded backwards like, yeah, yeah like he was just like and then they gotta were, go to boca there were comments you gotta go to boca no yeah. you go yeah. <laughs> no, you go. Yeah, no, there were comments like, yo, he's about to kill it. And then there were people like, come on, it's he's like 85. It's good that he got out there. And then other people were like, nah, fuck that. I would smoke gramps. Yeah. And I was like, damn, savages. We got to go to Boca Raton. I feel like that's the hotbed of. Oh, dude, in The Sopranos, that's, where Uncle, old that's where Uncle June hangs out. Boca Raton, yeah, baby. Probably chasing all the tail. <laughs> Why is that such an old person? Saying too, chasing the tail. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I uh, love how old people have those euphemisms that, like, that means like getting ass or like pursuing girls, but like their euphemisms make it seem so innocent. But it's just like not. Yeah. <laughs> like, the 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 delivery I feel like never sounds innocent either. But like, like do you there's know Stavros uh, Halkius. No, who's that? Stand-up comedian. He's a uh, part of Cometown podcast. No, he has a he has a joke that was like floating around YouTube. <clears throat> One of his bits. He was basically like, "Yeah, you know, people in the '50s were definitely fucking, except they just had like words to describe shit differently, like necking." He's like, oh. "You were getting chlamydia in the back of a car <laughs> with Buddy Holly playing, like <laughs> oh <my God>. necking." <laughs> What is uh what does chlamydia do? Pivoting to an STD conversation. <laughs> what is like uh, chlamydia uh, shtick? Your dick just falls off. Oh, your dick falls off. That can't be accurate. Chlamydia is a common STD that can cause infection in both men and women. It can cause permanent damage to a woman's reproductive system. This can make it difficult or impossible to get pregnant later. Chlamydia can also cause a potentially fatal ectopic ectopic pregnancy that occurs outside of the womb. What are your first symptoms of chlamydia? Pain or burning while peeing, pain during sex, lower belly pain, abnormal vaginal discharge, bleeding between periods, pus or watery milky discharge from the penis. Oh my god, that one, that one, that one hurts to read, bro. Swollen or tender testicles. My testicles are always swollen. Yeah, bro, I'm always swelled up. The fuck? Pain, discharge, and or bleeding around the anus. What? That's wild. (laughs) They just slide that one in at the end? Yeah, your anus is going to bleed. No, no, no. I I guess that's if you you go into (laughs) the back door. You know what I mean? Oh, dear God. I don't don't, don't think you get chlamydia and then it just spawns on your butthole like that. (laughs) Your ass just starts falling out. Just no ass play, but then you get chlamydia and your asshole just unravels. (laughs) Oh, dear God, man. Isn't there, isn't the new thing though, they're not called STDs anymore, they're called STIs. Didn't they change that like after we graduated high school? I don't know. <laughs> Either way. Either way, they're they're I, terrible. I don't see why they would even change it unless it's like a real scientific reason. Like, actually, it's an infection, not a disease. But like, I think that's the, just... that's the, that's the thing though. STI. A sexually transmitted infection is caused by an organism, bacteria, virus, or parasite? Parasite? Well, that's crabs, right? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure crabs are just like... Oh, God. No, crabs are, I'm pretty sure, a parasite. I'm, I'm going to Google that while I'm reading the rest of this. 
that can be passed from one person to another during sex or intimate contact. Most STIs are passed or transmitted between sexual partners through unprotected oral, vaginal, frontal, or anal. So, okay, all the sex. Wow, you're right. They're pubic lice yeah, and dude, that, insects. Yeah, yeah no, because they itch and they like crawl around. But they're like, what, microscopic, right? Like, you don't see crabs, do you? Please don't tell That's me you see That's fucking disgusting, them. bro. I'm scared I, to type I, this I, in. I think, I think you do, bro. Stop. Stop it right now. Number one, I have caborphobia. Number two, this say, is disgusting. Yeah. It's an insect oh. that is an uh, obligate ectoparasite of humans feeding exclusively on blood from the dick and balls. <laughs> <laughs> on the dick and balls? The crab louse usually is found in a person's pubic hair. Oh, Dear my God. God. Wait, but what if what if you shave the bush? You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm what wondering. Yeah, is that... Does that immediately, like, fuck up their habitat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you get pubic lice? You get genital crabs by coming into close physical contact with another person who has them. <laughs> Makes sense. No, just, just oh, like dear coming. God, bro. The lice jump from the pubic hair from one person to another. What so the? So this is not even, like, an infection. It's no. just a, a, co it's a colony of insects that jump ship. <laughs> bro, that, this one seems like the, the most gross to me. I don't know I, it why. Says, it's like you're literally. It says they're super common. Oh, super common. That's the description. Millions of people a year. I want to click images so bad, but I'm not gonna. But I kind of want. I to. I I already did. I'm doing it. And, fuck it. Uh, oh fuck, <laughs> bro! These like zoomed in like fucking images. It looks like a cartoon character. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> okay, that's disgusting. Just to man. describe it. Actually, fuck it. I'm putting this on the screen. No, you know you can't put that on. No, it's like a it's like a drawing of one. This is fine. You guys just you need to see this. I'm telling Randy's you. He's gonna put a diagram of a pubis on the screen. Yo, you just need to see this. I'm telling you, it's all for science purposes. Oh my word! Jesus Christ, pubic lice. Hashtag bars. It's fucking insane. Hey, listen, everyone, be safe out there. All right, don't just be a reckless old person in the retirement home. Just. Throwing pubic lice all over the place, all right? That's disgusting. That's 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 how you gotta do it. By the way, being a coffee drinker now, my girlfriend always will, have... will reheat her coffee in the microwave. I'm like, why should I always reheat the coffee so much? I, I get it now, because my coffee this is getting cold. And I'm like, oh, this is terrible. Yeah, right? It's a good strat. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, unless you have cold iced coffee, coffee. But this started off hot. It was a hot brew, let me tell you. And now I'm mm. like, oh, oh, shit, it's a little cold. This podcast episode is brought to you by Manscaped.com. And today I'm excited to announce that Manscaped launched their ultra premium collection. Believe it or not, it's for your not so private parts. I'm talking about a leveled up hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent. This is an all-in-one skin and hair kit for the everyday man and covers you from head to toe, literally. Manscaped is trusted below the waist. Now trust them with the rest. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code SAUCE. Now we all know how essential the Manscaped lawnmower 4 is for the precise trim below the waist. Their advanced skin-safe technology reduces cuts to your most delicate areas. And now you can enhance your perfect grooming routine with our Ultra Premium Collection. This package includes the Manscaped Premium Deodorant. No, not for your balls, for your stanky armpits. This deodorant dries clear, is aluminum-free, and smells like their signature scent. They also have the Hydrating Body Moisturizer. Do you have tattoos or issues with dry skin? Well, this is designed to keep the skin feeling clean, smooth, and smelling fresh. 
wash. The body wash to lather you up with their infused aloe vera and sea salt sh shower gel. There's also a two-in-one shampoo and conditioner to clean your scalp with an easy one step. Plus a free gift, a three-pack set of lip balm that's made with ingredients such as vitamin E, peppermint, and eucalyptus oil to keep those chappers feeling moist. That's four products and a gift inside the Ultra Premium Collection. What a score. All of these products are cruelty-free, paraben-free, vegan-friendly, and dye-free. And the best ingredients with zero compromise. Now, I'd recommend using the products in this order. First, you're going to hop in the shower and scrub-a-dub-dub -dub that body with the Manscaped Body Wash. Number two, you're going to lather your hair up with the two-in-one shampoo shampoo conditioner to keep your noggin Hagen. Number three, dry off and spray on the hydrating body moisturizer to reinvigorate dry skin. Then you're going to put on the Manscaped deodorant. And then you're going to pop the Manscaped lip balm on. No one is out here kissing chapped up lips. Now getting dressed after is optional, of course, but you got to wear that great scent on you all day long. Get the ultra premium collection. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code sauce at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code sauce at manscaped.com. The power of attraction is now in a Bottle, thanks to Manscaped. Thank you, Manscaped, for sponsoring this podcast. Mm. I like coffee of all temperatures. What would be your go-to if you had to? If you had to only have hot or cold for the rest of your days, you'd probably go iced coffee, right? Yeah, cold brew. <gasps> cold brew. You know what More I love? Fucking cheer. You know what my favorite is? I'm, I'm getting this later today. Fuck it, I've decided. Java chip <laughs> from uh, Starbucks. What's that? Have you ever had the double chocolate chip? That's like the frat version of it. Java is this chip. a drink or a cookie? It's a it's a drink. It's a uh, frappuccino blended coffee. Uh, it's described as Starbucks website as a blend of mocha sauce and frappuccino chips with coffee, milk, and ice. Then top with a whipped cream and a mocha drizzle to bring you endless Java joy. And yes, dude, it does you know what I used to bring joy. You know what I used to drink freshman year of college Let's because I was on a turbo bulk. Probably the dirtiest bulk of all bulks. I was trying to become a cloud. I was powerlifting. Bro, number one, I was depressed. So I had the demons in my head to lift oh, a lot of weight. It. That's how you have your number best Number two, I had like a 3,000 calorie surplus. Oh my God. And you know how I got there? I would drink a large brevet, which means half and half, white chocolate mocha from Starbucks, which white is a 900... Mocha. It's a 900 calorie drink. <laughs> what the fuck do they put in there? Half and half. What the wait? I gotta I gotta see this on their fucking website. Hold on. Our, oh, of course it's espresso. All right. So what do we got here? So if you get the venti, do they have the cal the calorie information on here? Okay, so now the large is only 530. They, they well, that's with regular milk. This is oh, this is breve. Oh shit. <laughs> So it's two shots of signature espresso, 2% steamed hot milk with whipped cream, five punts of white white chocolate. It looks yeah, it replace, looks very simple. Replace the the two percent okay. with half and half, which is fifty percent. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Oh, so breve half and half. It's still steamed hot. Okay. Yep. Well, I change it. It still says five hundred and thirty. Maybe they don't customize the the calories. Yeah, it's only based on their standard recipe, not customization. Well, that's how they get you. Yep. That's how they Holy get you. Holy fucking shit, Phil. 67 grams of sugar. What the fuck? Way more, probably. <laughs> Dude, this thing probably gets you wired, though. This is like, this is the secret sauce if you want to do a Gary V. Work 15 fucking hours a day? That's what you got to do. Have a fucking white so, mocha. Gary V's been going on a bunch of podcasts. He was on Andrew Scholl's podcast, right? He's a comedian. I actually and, finally know someone you reference. Fuck yeah. Yeah.
for some reason, like I get it, people just go light on Gary V. Like they don't, they don't press him. Like really press him. I, I feel That's like he is he a likable. I feel he, like he is a likable guy. You know. Yeah, fucking judge. I don't. I don't. I don't think he. I don't <clears throat> think he's like malicious either. Like when he has those those things that we joke about in the podcast, where he's like, "What I want you to do next time you get good news in your life is think about your mother getting shot in the face." Like, I understand he's, like, over the top, but it, it all comes from a good place, I think, of him wanting to motivate. I've said this before, but go on. Yeah. Well, either way, they ask him questions about, like, NFTs and shit. Mm-hmm. And now, I'm pretty sure because of the videos I've made, like, the overwhelming majority of criticism against Gary V is, like... Everyone has like their their third eye fucking open. Like, oh, shit. They're like it, it's really cool to watch. But wow, you're starting like, you're starting a movement. Yeah, I mean, I think I pioneered it. I don't know if I caused it, but I'm I'm pretty sure right now the NFT space as a whole is just really like not doing well. No, it's tanking. It's tanking, right? <laughs> I thought I heard that somewhere. I can't Dude, remember where. Somebody commented. They said Gary V is like the white version of Soldier Boy because you know how Soldier Boy always is like trying to make a new system or something to like <laughs> well, <laughs> remember he, made, he he made that he made gaming like an console. Xbox. yeah and i'm He's pretty like, sure this the, is the next biggest thing yeah i'm pretty sure the thing with that gaming console was it was just an emulator like put into a piece of hardware and then he was just like loading roms onto it i could be wrong but yeah, i'm pretty sure that's what but he was it was doing. from like it was from like alibaba <laughs> listen people so, hate on soldier boy but He's been able to stay relevant since Crank That, and he hasn't really put out, like, that many heaters since then. I mean, I'm pretty sure he made She Make It Clap, which I don't care what anybody says. That song's fucking... That song's the truth. It's yeah, amazing. we're not here to debate Soldier Boy's influence, but... I Listen, just, I, I, would, I would say, if you really look at hip-hop, he has longevity, and I can't explain it, but he's... Dude, how do you explain it? He's been around for dude, he's years. A, he's a pioneer. Yeah, He had right? the number one ringtone of all of the 2000s <laughs> you know when he was on the breakfast club and they brought up drake and he's like drake he copied my whole fucking flow and you're like yeah. oh shit by the way what what the hell is drake doing right now with his hair i don't have know you, i didn't see you, it i think he i think he just has dreadlocks right now really it's it's definitely an interesting look but i, I feel like it doesn't suit him drake if you're car- curious about my opinion i'm not feeling it <laughs> to be honest Wait, with you, where just where type in it? just type in Drake and like the newest uh, photos of him. He has the the new hairstyle. Drake shows off epic hairdo in the Migos video. Uh, maybe if you watch the uh, Drake and LeBron no, meet and greet, where they met up with each other and like hugged, you can see. But yeah, I just feel like it's it's feel like it's not the vibe. What do you guys think in the comments? Let me see. How are you not finding this yet? I literally just found seven articles on it. Just from <laughs> typing in just from typing in Drake, literally. Is that Drake? Yeah. I think that's cornrows, not dreads, but Oh. Do you like it? I mean, it's alright. <laughs> do, like, do you like the swag, dude? No, I like the the lover boy where he's got the heart like I in thought his head. I thought that was atrocious. I, I couldn't get on board with that at all. Yeah, I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I'm just being dead serious. I just did not like that cut. You know, this is important yeah. things to talk about on our podcast. Yeah, you know, let's talk about other fucked up haircuts. <laughs> did you see uh, 
the TikTok that's going around of MGK. I don't know why fucked up haircuts made me think of MGK because I feel like his hair is pretty standard, but he was like, you guys didn't tell me that I wasn't whatever the fuck. And then he just goes, emo, 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 emo. And he starts drawing like mascara under his eyes. And then people were like stitching it being like, dude, like, are you okay? Is everything all right? No, I didn't see that. I've not seen that. It's it's very cringe. <clears throat> I'm just not, just not an MGK fan. You backed him up a little bit, I'm pretty sure. After after when, Eminem made him change genres, I'm pretty sure you were like, yo, the new music goes kind of hard. Which some of it no, does. I'll give credit. No. I'll eat my fucking cock and balls if I said that. What's the one? Um, you're my... What the fuck is it? K-Dog, you know the song. The ex's best friend. You know my ex that makes it all so complicated. <laughs> that song goes pretty hard. I'll give it Dude, to him. It's it's look he's making pop punk in a time when everyone has like crystallized pop punk meaning there's bands that have been making this genre for years Mm. that are like respected in the community and this man makes a pivot and doesn't like I don't want to say like pays homage to but it's just so it's not at the quality that deserves like the new attention, like he's not pioneering everything. You know what I mean? So like, you're saying he's an, has you're saying he's an STI parasite feeding off of the of. pubic hairs of pop rock. Yes. Okay. Pop punk. Pop punk. I see what you're saying. That's a bold claim, Philion. It's not. No, Are you prepared to go on the that, record and really say that, Philion? Dude, everyone will have my back on that. Yo, Nobody's nobody is out here like, dude. MGK <laughs> is revolutionizing punk. Like punk is not dead. <laughs> No, trust me, dude. He's revolutionizing the game. Nobody's saying that. Nobody's saying that. I'm curious, like, if true pop punk fans fuck with the music. I think I... No, they don't. You don't think so? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. No, I know that. So you think just, like, mainstream pop fans like it? I I feel like it's definitely a younger fan base, for sure, that, like, is getting into that music for the first time, and they like it. Exactly. That would be my my guess. Exactly. And mm. then they're like, "Punk's not dead." Meanwhile, like, <laughs> dude, there were bands sleep sleeping in fucking vans at Vans Warped Tour in 2006 that were like putting on shows, and everyone was like, "Oh my fucking!" Like it was, yeah, it was a legendary era. You know well, what who I mean? Who is the, the? Excuse me for not knowing, but who is like the best pop punk band? Like like Blink One Eighty Two, or that's that's even like different than what he's making, right? Oh, no, no yeah, they, pop they pop punk. up. Green Day, Fall Out Boy. Oh, yeah, well, he's not even close to these people. No shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, these bands are like... Oh, my God, they, Jimmy Eat World. They've been doing this, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is it is cool to see, like, a such a huge pivot from rap to this no, type of music, just artistically. I appreciate the pivot yeah. because it's not it's not bad. It's not. But it's not like groundbreaking. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's but going also, for the groundbreaking vibe, though. I think he's just no. Trying he doesn't to make have fun, to. Yeah, he's just making fun music and chilling with Megan Fox. And I think he's better with this type of music than he is ever being a rapper. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I, I even say it being the biggest stand on planet Earth. Rap Devil was good. It's just I was never huge into his rap music. Mm. It is just wild that. After Killshot, he really did just change genres. 
Like it's almost a little too perfect that he just was like, "Well, time to time to go into a new lane." I mean, that's the perfect time, no? Crazy. You know, it's been he's like, not like fuck this. Yeah, you know, he's like, you know what? Fair enough. I'll, I'll see myself out, Shady. I'll see myself just out. Shaves his man bun right after. Yeah. Apparently, it's been like eight hundred days since the last Eminem album, and it, that's hurting my soul. And how do you know that? I saw. I follow like all the Eminem stuff on Twitter. Like, there's there's actually this really cool Twitter feature. I feel like a lot of people don't know about where you can follow like a topic, and then your feed yep. will give you tweets from people that are based on that topic. I added a bunch yeah, yesterday. I yeah, I added YouTube. I added overall entertainment. I added anime, hip hop, and rap. But yeah, I follow the Eminem thing, so I always get like Eminem updates. Yo, Phil, another thing. I finally got uh, Super Follows enabled. It got put through. Dude, it's fucking awesome. Like, to be able to tweet unfiltered to a group of people, just like the Meatballs, we do member episodes where, like, you know there's no judgment. You can say what you want. Everyone's got your back. It is, like, the most freeing feeling ever. And I've just been, like, going back, like, to a year ago, finding, like, a drunk video and uploading it and being like, yo, check this out, check that out. Like, it's been really fucking cool to, like, be able to explore that. And I recently uh, tried Twitter Blue. Have we ever talked? Have we ever start that over? Have we ever talked about Twitter Blue on the podcast? No, it's like the premium version of Twitter, right? Yeah. So it's it's three dollars a month. I did it for a month to see if I like it. So basically, I would say from using it for like the last twenty four hours, it's definitely not something that you need by any means. But it's it's definitely it has some cool features. So just to run a couple features down for you. Again, it's like little things that are just like cool experience stuff. So basically, you can change the color of the icon on your home screen. So right now I have a purple Twitter icon. And then you can change the theme inside the app from just being blue to a bunch of colors. You can do blue, yellow, red, purple, orange, or green. So like all of the tweets and like people's usernames and stuff will change colors, which is really cool. There's the undo tweet feature where basically when you send out a tweet, it will then put a timer from up to five seconds to 60 seconds, you can set it. And in that time, if you notice an error, you can keep the tweet from sending. So it's not like a full undo or an edit button, but you can right. basically have a timeline of tweeting it to be like, oh, fuck, I fucked that up, edit it, and then put it out. That's that's the most like like tactical feature that you've said so far that would actually be like worth something. But Yeah. Then you what, can... What's, can't you just delete a tweet, but then you... like. Yeah, I mean, controversial tweet, you you run the risk of people seeing it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, well, the biggest thing for me is just typos, right? It's like, I'll send a tweet out and I'll proofread it. And then I'll notice three minutes later after it already has a bunch of likes and retweets that I misspelled something or the grammar was wrong. And the worst when you don't realize and then five people correct your grammar mistake or your spelling mistake. And then you feel like a fucking idiot. I never keep those tweets up. I'll always remove them. But it's cool. You you know something interesting. Yeah, I'm here for a while. I wasn't doing this on purpose, but it just so happened that it was happening. Mm-hmm. In one of my videos a long time ago, it was called Influencer Houses Are the Worst. No, no, no. It was called, it was something about an influencer house. I remember, specifically didn't you the, like say a car was wrong and people like yeah. fucking freaked out? And then I said, it was like a Ford Viper or something, but I said like, I said like a Nissan. I was just like trolling, I think, or I literally just didn't know. Yeah, I remember I, this. I said and the pe- wrong. People went crazy like 10 minutes dude, in. Dude, 
to dropping the video. I, I'm not even kidding. If I were to filter by the amount of comments with this car, <laughs> I think I got 500 comments about the car. Yeah, and like, I'm, I'm serious. Yeah. I think certain people make mistakes on purpose to drive in engagement. Oh, for not, sure. Like, not the everyday person, but like content creators, people. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. They're playing chess, not checkers. Yeah, yeah, they got the 5D fucking giga brain. Right. And then, okay, so other things that you can do, you can customize the bottom buttons and you can add different uh, buttons to like, you know, on the bottom where you have home search, I think it's notifications and messages, DMs by yeah. default. You can add bookmarks, top articles. Uh, you can add your profile directly to the bottom. You can also move them around in any order you want, which is pretty cool. You can add spaces and communities, which are some new features. You can upload uh, videos now up to 10 minutes, which is insane. Did, didn't TikTok do that too? Yeah, TikTok recently did that. You can make the NFT profile photo, which I know you, so don't you give put a whole ass about. YouTube videos on TikTok. Well, I was I was thinking about this for the super follows. I might literally make super follow content tailored just for them and put it. That's wild behind that that paywall. I think that would be really cool. Um, other than that though, there's other things like I'm probably not going to use. You can get news without noise, ad free articles, read ad free popular us based publisher sites, not including paywall access. So that's pretty cool. You could like access, I guess, things like the verge or stuff like that, where you go there and you have to like make an account to keep reading. Let's but, talk like, this, about that for a second. Dive in. How, if, if your website, I'm pretty sure like wall street journal, Washington post, couple other of these fucking New York Times, maybe mm -hmm. all of these news outlets tell you disable your ad blocker and won't fucking let you read unless you sub well, number two, there's two things. One is disable your ad blocker and two, you have to pay to read it. I'm not reading your fucking thing unless I can read it for free <laughs> and then give me the option for a premium subscription. I genuinely don't you know, know the answer to this question. So I'm curious if you do when, when people used to get the New York Times like sent to the house. Yeah. Were you paying for that or were they just giving papers to everybody? No, I think you had to pay for it. Like so literally would, like a, a dollar, it, right? a, a dollar a month, like, yeah, like a quarter. But bro, th there's something about the principle of me going to a website and then throwing like three pop-ups in my face that are like, yes. sign up, pay for this. Yep. Uh, here's exactly. a fucking thing that you have to read before you continue cookies. It's and I'm just Xing out of everything. Like, yo, I'm just trying to see like a couple of sentences from this article to get a gist about what we're what we're discussing here. I'm not gonna yep. fucking sign up to read each fucking separate news thing. You know. I know. It drives me crazy. No, I, I, it, it's one of my. Pet I 1,000 percent agree. Yeah, and that's another thing here, too. Like see. websites in general are just inherently annoying lately. Like you get to a website and you get bombarded with like. Even if it's something good, like the second I get to your website, if the entire screen is taken up by a 10% code, type in your email, I'm going to leave. I just get mad. I don't know why. <laughs> it bothers the shit out of me, dude. No, UI is very important. Right? And I feel like websites are in their annoying like teenager stage right now, and they never used to be like this. But I don't know, how to, I don't know how to fix they're it. They're very angsty. Yeah, they're angsty teens, dude. Like, oh, you got to subscribe for our newsletter. Like... This episode, well, sorry. <laughs> this website will take if, your cookies. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Take them, eat them all. I'm chilling. Like this will probably step on some creators' toes, but those creators don't listen to this shit. So, if if it's 2022 and you're doing a newsletter, 
I have to question what you're after. You know what I mean? Like, why do you need thousands of people's emails to send out just not spam, but like, I feel like even emails are a little outdated for like mass communication. You know what I mean? I don't know the main purpose for like a newsletter, but just thinking about how I would use one, I would just want it to be like another notification for things I do. So like, in other words, if I post a video and I want to send you a, a little email that basically says this video is up with a link to it. I could see that being useful. I guess. Yeah. Like there's, there's some, some do it right. Some do it wrong. And I, I don't think everyone understands that like morning brew. They're like a, uh, a company that does like really short digestible news articles and it's completely free to subscribe to. Mm-hmm. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Like if you want to, if you want to like, get the current topics, but then there's other companies that are like, it'll be 11 p.m. and they'll send you. Yeah. <laughs> fucking. These, like, what are we doing? These here? aren't business hours. What are we talking about here? Yeah. You know what I fucking hate, and I, I I'm an idiot because I'm very nonchalant with this shit. But I'll sign up for like some sort of website, whether uh, it be like be a, doing that, a clothing site or whatever. You can't and then, be doing that, bro. Mate. I get fucking hammered with emails, and it will take me so long. It'll, I'll have to be having a bad day. It's always the same thing. I'll be grumpy and then I'll fucking yep. refresh and I'll get an email about something with like a discount or whatever. And I'm like, motherfuckers. And I scroll all the way to the bottom of the unsubscribe. And then they're like, what is the reason for unsubscribing? I'm like, I don't yep. have a fucking reason other. And then I just get off of the email list. And then you're like, I can breathe. And then you get the same email uh, two days later. <laughs> oh, fuck. You know what I completely forgot to bring up? I don't even know if you know this. You know, I lost my fucking Instagram the other day. I saw that, but yeah. I, 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 I figured it was just like a small mishap and you'd get it back. No, quick. yeah. What so happened? listen to this shit. So I'm literally, dude, you know me with my fucking social media shit. Like I was a nervous wreck for 24 hours. So I'm fucking, I'm laying I'm in bed. Hacked. Yeah, I'm laying in bed. And so first of all, for context, because my name on Instagram is at Vinny, follow us at Vinny at Filion, I have a lot of motherfuckers out there also named Vinny that try to take my account. So I don't know like their thought process, but basically they'll try to log in and they'll click like forgot password. Maybe they're trying to like figure out my email on file or my phone number or whatever. And literally throughout the day, no exaggeration, I'll get like five to 10 having trouble signing in, click this link from Instagram. And I just, I've been getting them for years because I've had Advinny for a long time. Okay. So I've been noticing since 2022 started every couple of weeks I'll get a notification that says like suspicious login from Washington on a pixel two XL. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like how are people, my passwords are ridiculous. Like, you know, know, because we've set up passwords for the podcast and I just come up with the most ridiculous. Good luck. Random shit. Yeah. (laughs) We're, we're, we're fucking lock and key over here. So I'm like, how the fuck is this guy getting in regardless? So that, that I feel like has something to do with this. So I'm like literally laying in bed, about to go to bed, doing my usual, like opening an app, scrolling, closing it. I get to Instagram and I get a prompt in the Instagram app that says, we're sus- uh, suspecting suspicious activity on your account. Please verify that it's you. So I have my phone on file. They send me a code. I put the code in. And then I get a notification. Uh, let me actually just pull up the image. I get a notification that basically says, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Okay. It says, thanks for providing your info. We'll review review your info, and if we can confirm it, you'll be able to access your account within approximately 24 hours. Okay. So initially, I'm like, all right, no big deal. This is going to be okay. Then I start researching this. 
Long story short, this is apparently a huge issue that people run into, and a lot of people just do not get their accounts back. And and really? I noticed from from researching this, you'd go to like the Instagram, Twitter, because they don't have a support. Like YouTube has a Twitter, uh, you, uh, Twitter support. Uh, Twitter has Twitter support, and you could like tweet at these accounts and like get some feedback. Yeah, YouTube is surprisingly good on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. They respond to people when yeah. you tweet at them. Instagram, on the other hand, they'll be like, we're introducing back the chronological feed, right? And we could talk about that after this segment as well. But I see like a bunch of people being like, can you help me get my account back? No response from Instagram. But yet someone will like send Instagram like a kissy emoji and be like, thanks for bringing back chronological. Can I take you on a date? Instagram will respond back and be like, kissy face, smiley face. Like just, I'm paraphrasing what I saw, but basically it would be like, being cheeky on the social media app right. to other people like messing around, but yet they're glaringly actually ignoring Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> they're like ignoring people that have lost their accounts for whatever reason. Right. So I'm like, yeah. I am paranoid. A couple of my friends have had this happen to them. They didn't get accounts back. I'm reading like Reddit posts after Reddit posts, watching YouTube videos. And I'm like, dude, I'm about to lose my Instagram. And like, literally this is a part of my business, A and B. I just love my Instagram. It's one of my favorite social media apps. I have the OG handle at Vinny. I'm like, this is a fucking disaster. So then after 24 hours, I try to log in again. And they say, your account has been disabled for violating our terms. Learn how you'll be able to restore your account. So I click this link now and it takes me to this form where they say, upload your... Uh, well, first they said the reason why you violated the terms was because you're trying to impersonate someone else. So immediately I'm like, yeah, all right, like, this was a false claim. Like I am me on my Instagram. I'm not claiming to be anybody else but me. That happened to CoffeeZilla like four times. Yeah. And the problem is it's like an exploit that people that want the account or yep. want to just fuck you over yep. can re- routinely just like report it, get yep. your account locked, and then you're fucked. Yeah. yeah it's no. like, I'm me. I'm CoffeeZilla. (laughs) Yeah. And the the problem is that that a lot of people have like bots where they can mass spam reports or or forgot passwords or whatever. And when all this shit starts happening, Instagram's like, I guess, algorithm or whatever the fuck it would be called, their, their, their computer learning is like, oh, something suspicious here, lock it, whatever. So now when I get to this form, they're like, upload a piece of your identification to confirm that you know, this is you writing in. So we I need up- to see a dick pic to confirm <laughs> bro, that it is you. Oh, it's 5 a.m. I'm in the bathroom, right? Taking pictures of my fucking passport and uploading them to this form. Then this shit is crazy. Now, I knew this was a normal thing from researching it, but just imagine how stressful this would be. I get an email from Facebook five minutes after I upload this passport pic in Vietnamese, an entire email mm. in a different language. So I copy and paste mm. it into Google Translate. And it basically says, uh, it looks like you've been locked out of your account. In order to verify that it's you, please take a photo next to your uh, government ID that you've uploaded (laughs) and send it to our servers. Don't worry, we'll delete it when it's over, like all this shit, right? So now I'm in the bathroom, 5 a.m., fucking Canada, having a photo shoot, looking like a mugshot in front of a fucking white wall in the bathroom with my passport, trying to get the perfect angle, make sure everything's visible. I I send that. Five minutes later, I get another email in Vietnamese. Uh, we've made a mistake. Sorry for the inconvenience. You can now log in. Instagram instantly comes back. It what was the like hell? the most absurd 24 hours ever, bro. Like just, to, I, I really hope knock on wood, this shit doesn't happen again. Because 
and credit to Instagram, I, I was complaining for that whole 24 hours they didn't have support, but once you actually got the form that is directly linked to the disabled account, it took maybe 15, 20 minutes and I had it back. So at least that's a good thing. Yeah. Fucking scary though. But yeah, Instagram's new feature, they're bringing back the chronological feed. Did you see that? I, I did not. So I want to say around like, I want to say very, very early on Instagram, they took the chronological feed away and then they started doing basically the algorithm feed where like, if you interact a lot with Phil, when Phil posts, the algorithm will probably show you Phil's post. Now what they're doing is two tabs. One's called, what's it called? It's, it's following, babe, and then it's favorites. Yeah, so you have a following tab, which will then put all of your feed in chronological order. And then there's a favorites tab now where you can add you, Wildy, Kylie, um, my right. mom, whatever. That's kind of cool. It's very cool. And then you could always see what your friends are up to. And then you could also see a chronological feed, which I'm curious now as creators when we post if we're going to notice more engagement or less. Because if people are just looking at like their chronological feed and we post like, you know, at 5 p.m., let's say, and then it's 10 p.m. at night, will they see it as frequently or not? I'm, I'm very curious to see what my next post is going to get when everyone gets this. And it's interesting because Kylie has the feature now. I don't have it yet. So I think they're just right. rolling it out to certain people because like I had liked stories earlier than anybody that I was friends with. Um, and then everybody got it, which I actually think is a really cool feature. I just post like once on Instagram every four years. So yeah, you've I been, mean, you've been really off the, off the, you don't even post stories on Philly on anymore. I am tunnel visioning YouTube. That's it. Yeah, no, he sent me, uh, is that video that you sent me yesterday coming out anytime soon? Yeah, it's coming out today. Oh, today's one. Oh, so you guys have seen it already. Yeah, they've seen it. So this is your first real big pivot right like this is the new content now yeah it's not the video that i've, I've been working on yeah like, no i know hyping was, up this video different. for so long but this this is the direction this is the little appetizer you know yep, what i'm the, saying it was the little antipasto before the main course yeah it's the fresh galamar you know are you excited i would i would be like excited nervous all I'm that i'm very very excited yeah. i mean for one i'm not in the thumbnail which is kind of like different yeah no for number sure. two the thumbnails are a completely different style. They're very minimalistic, but clean. Yeah. Number three, the I'm in the content, but it's not comedy. It's not, it's not, it's not comedic content. It's no, a yeah, lot more serious. It's very more doc, documentary style than commentary. I, I think people are going to fuck with it heavy. I hope. I hope. I, dude, That's all please I can, text me tonight. What, what time's it dropping? I'm not sure, but. Do maybe like, around like 6 p.m. Yeah. Do like the Mr. Beast 4 p.m. 430. I feel like that's the, that's the hot spot. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, text me like what it is out of 10 and all that. And and something like that, even if it's lower on the list, give it time because oh. that that is going to bang no matter what. I really believe it. And I'm going to be honest. I don't even like if I make videos like that where I put my head on the pillow, I'm like, I fucking love this video. Yeah, yeah. Then I, I really don't care like how well it does because I just have faith in the content. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's, we'll it's, it's about time we stop letting the machines dictate what's good and what's not. Let's let the audience decide, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro, that's why we've been talking about the Nintendo stuff on a lot of member episodes. That's going to be my new channel where we're going to do like very binge, bingeable Nintendo content. And dude, like I'm just excited to just try new things. Like I, I'm really looking forward to like cultivating videos that really have like that secret sauce, like that really true 
ingredient of like, yo, I put everything I had into this, not just like free right. conversation on like a Let's Play episode. And I'm really excited <clears throat> to see how it's going to do. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching this episode of The Sunday Sauce. We would keep it going, but I got to go to therapy. I got a very early morning, busy, bustling day today. So I'm going to go talk about my motherfucking feelings. We love you guys. Thank you for watching. Really tight, packed episode today. It's because, you know what? Maybe these early episodes are the, are the secret, Phil. Maybe they're the secret sauce. I like the early episodes for sure. It's very, very strong indeed. Thank you guys for watching. Share this podcast with a friend. Comment down below. What do you guys think about this one? Let us know what do you want us to talk about. What do you want us to talk about next week? We love you. Phil, any final words? Say hello to your grandmother for me in Boca Raton. Yes, she's in Boca Raton. Hope she's having a fucking blast. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.